Welcome to the Formosan Business Support Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all business matters related to Ilha Formosa, also known as Taiwan, and the rest of Asia. This is the first episode of many more yet to come. Let's start from my company. My company is named Formosan Business Support Limited. It's a company dedicated to any internationals who want to settle down with a business in Ilha Formosa, Taiwan, particularly in the south and central area. And to attract more clients to come here, I thought it might be a good idea first to introduce what kind of place Formosa actually is and why it's so interesting for SMEs to settle down here. So my podcast show will uh, introduce events, will introduce businesses here, um, guests, you will hear in each show one interview, and uh, I will keep you up to date with uh, latest business news, also get you very deep in detail about the society here and how our business is practiced here by locals and internationals. So let's start by my for myself. My name is Manuel Zeyer. I'm born 1980 in Bremen, Germany, but left Germany when I was 19 years old. I live most of my time in Asia, mostly China, Japan, South Korea, and decided to settle down here in Taiwan. I I learned uh, Japanese as my second foreign language when I was at high school, and I first studied uh, Japanese management at the University of Applied Science in Bremen, and as students we was we had to do internships in Japan. And I went for my internship to Japan and to Kobe area. The Japanese company sent me with a procurement manager and quality manager to Taiwan. Because most people don't understand that uh, a lot of Japanese supplies actually comes from Taiwan at that time and still today. That's uh, for a certain reason, which I will explain to you by detail. So, I also lived in South Korea, Jap uh, yeah, Japan, you already know, and China. When I was 19 years old, I first went to China, actually, because my mother studied Chinese medicine. She was hoping that I could learn at Tianjin University Chinese medicine, too, but the doctors were said my fingers are simply too big. I don't have the same precise feeling and sensitive touch like my mother has. So I gave up on that. So I'm very familiar with mainland China as well. And now the differences between the both sides. I, After the internship in Japan, I aborted my studies in, in Germany because the Taipei Economic and Cultural Office in Osaka told me 
we won't accept my degree. So I decided to come to Taiwan directly and study here at college again, all over again. Which means starting from year one to the fourth grade. Of course, it was all in Mandarin Chinese. Some classes like English <laughs> were even taught in, in Taiwanese. So today I'm fluent in Mandarin, Taiwanese, Japanese, and a little bit of Korean. And what's next? Yeah, I started my, after I graduated, I couldn't get a working permit because at the time the law said you have to have two years working experiences in Taiwan before you can apply for a working permit. So all the companies who wanted to hire me simply couldn't hire me. I went to Korea because Korean immigration law is much more advanced than Taiwanese. And funny enough, I found my partner here who happened to be a um, dangerous cargo inspector, a so-called CDI inspector. And he told me that he just lost his business to his Korean partner, was looking for an Asian country having ports with vessels to inspect. So that's, I got, that's how I got back to Taiwan again after four days of Korea. And started my own business and then my CV goes on and goes on and goes on so after been working for so many companies always helping them to set up a business here and where in Asia mostly European companies I uh, decided to settle down here in Taiwan because I simply find Taiwan best place to do business unless you're a big multinational enterprise uh, hoping to get huge sales numbers. I don't think that Taiwan is suitable for you. But uh, if you're an SME, you want to step by step develop something, then this is the right place. And I will tell you my episodes why, piece by piece. And I, uh, I, I will try to interview mortal people like you and me. Um, I'm not super rich. I'm, I started this business because it's my desire, I, uh, my personal calling. And most of all, I consider Taiwan as my home. Or I prefer to call it Ilha Famosa because the word Taiwan is too controversial in in regards of international law and the claims by two Chinese governments that Taiwan is a province of, of them, which I will explain piece by piece in my episodes. So I, my episodes uh, will be related to various kinds of business from renewable energy, uh, biking industry, optical industry, chemical industry. Um, I'm right now here living in Kaohsiung, or also called Takao in the past, which might be easier to pronounce for you. If not, uh, here's a beer, famous beer brand, also called Takao beer, that will do the trick in memorizing that word. 
and uh, Takao happens to be one of the uh, leading areas for manufacturing fasteners and which industry already have worked before. So I'm very familiar with this industry and all the companies manufacturing fasteners here in Takao. So let's start with the first interview. My first interview partner will be Robert Brox. Uh, like me, he's married to a Taiwanese. He was so kind to help me with the induction video of my company. So you heard in the background his wife Angela, um, Charlene, who's my wife, Charlene Zhao, and also the CEO of his company. Um, uh, short explanation here, she is the CEO of a company because I was working for a Chinese employer when I just returned to Taiwan from Korea. And to avoid any conflict with my employer, I simply use her name to register the company. And the in the background you also might hear Amadi. Amadi was the photographer at the time and he was so kind to set up the meeting. So let's listen to the interview. I hope you will enjoy it. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, it's my great pleasure to be here. My, my name is Robert, Robert Brooks. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts in the United States. I've been coming to Taiwan for the last 10 years, spending at least half the year here, the other half in the United States. My plans are to 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 spend the majority of my time here in Kaohsiung. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very fond of Kaohsiung. It's my favorite city, not just in Taiwan, but in all of East Asia. So you first got the idea of Taiwan by studying Mandarin? Yes, 35 years ago, when I was a uh, student at university, we had a language requirement. I've studied two years of Chinese in the United States, and then I won a scholarship to come to Taiwan to study. I studied here for eight months, and then I went to uh, Shanghai for six months. Returned to the United States, worked for 25 years, always regretted that I didn't spend more time here to perfect my Chinese at the time. Mm -hmm. Always wanted to come back and Ten years ago, I, I had the opportunity to do so, and I've, I've been hard-pressed to leave ever since. What was your first impression of Taiwan? When I first came 35 years ago? Yeah, I heard it was very different. Too. It was very different. In fact, I remember coming to Kaohsiung. I, I studied in Taichung at Donghai University, and I remember visiting Kaohsiung and seeing the Love River, and at that time it was terribly polluted. And Kaohsiung has changed so much in, in the time that I was away. Now it's, it's incredibly beautiful. There are um, bike paths throughout the city. Kaohsiung is a well laid out city. Um, I, I'm quite comfortable riding my bicycle anywhere in town. Uh, I would be afraid to do so in Taipei because the roads are narrower and there's much more traffic. But Kaohsiung is lovely and very convenient. Convenient not just to Taiwan, 
Um, you have the high-speed rail that'll put you in Taipei in an hour and a half. You have the largest, one of the largest ports in probably all of East Asia here in Kaohsiung, the port of Kaohsiung. You have an international airport that's very convenient from from here to the airport is 15 minutes. It, it's lovely. Um, Kaohsiung is more spread out. There's land available, all kinds of opportunity. Uh, I really love Kaohsiung. So you always were an entrepreneur. Yes, I've, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always worked for myself. Uh, I, I ran a, uh, a real estate agency in the United States, amongst other things. I, uh, I trade uh, domain names and uh, anything I can do to avoid having to work for a big company. <laughs> Smart choice. Well, it, 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 it's got its pluses and minuses. The, the plus is you're the boss and everything rests on your shoulders. There are good times and bad times and you have to learn to, to account for that. You, you don't have a, a regular salary coming in. When, when you make a lot of money, you have to put some away for when there are tough times. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a lifestyle that I really enjoy. And when you came to Taiwan, the business you did was... When, when I first started coming back to Taiwan, I, um, I came to visit initially and decided that I, I wanted to, to spend some time here. So I, one of my hobbies in the United States is collecting antiques, both furniture, uh, vintage items, uh, porcelains. Um, so I started importing those to Taiwan and selling them here. And, and I had good success doing that. And I, I've stopped doing that only because it requires me to spend quite a lot of time collecting. And I haven't had the time recently to devote to that back home in the United States or in, in the UK. Mm. What, what problems did you encounter first when you started business? In Taiwan? Yeah. Well, there's a lot more paperwork um, that you have to go through. Opening a, a business bank account for me was a, a, a several-month endeavor with, with a lot of time invested. In, in other places, in the United States, it would be a 15-minute a job. Even in, in Singapore or Shanghai, it would be a 15-minute job. So they're a little behind in, in that respect. Uh, other, other problems, um, not so much. I mean, Taiwanese people are are very friendly and and very flexible. So, you know, they'll work with you if something doesn't work. They'll they'll help you find a a workaround solution. Mm. What are the similarities and differences in business culture? I I think. Typically speaking, I, I find Taiwanese people work harder. Mm. I mean, you'll, you'll see a lot of mom-and-pop shops, and you'll see them open at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, I was in the, in the real estate business. There are a few real estate agencies around me. I'll walk by at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, and you'll see 
agents in the office still working. Uh, I admire that. Uh, they, they are willing to put in the time to be successful. And you, you wouldn't see that so much in other countries. In, in comparison between Taiwanese cities and Shanghai, would you say Taiwanese cities are more like Asian cities or Chinese cities? Uh, I think Taiwan is, is kind of a hybrid. Certainly it, its majority influence is Chinese, but there's a, there's a real Japanese flavor to Taiwan as well. It, it's, it's kind of a, a mixture of of Asian cultures, um, and a good mixture. So, would help you with export business to Korea and Japan? Um, yes, I mean we right now we export Taiwanese fruit and vegetables and uh, uh, unagi mm -hmm. uh, to to Japan mostly, and to Korea. We have also to Singapore as well. Um, my wife's family business is uh, raising unagi eels in Pindong County, so we help them out as well. Mm. If you're North Americans who want to come to Taiwan for business, what would you like to share to them? I, I would share that Kaohsiung is the place to be. Mm. Uh, there's room, uh, rents are significantly lower than than in Taipei, um, there's there's an ample workforce. Um, you'll have no problem finding people. Uh, in fact, I'm sure lots of lots of employed people in the north would jump at the opportunity to come south for a job. Uh, if I were if I were going to open a company, and I were looking to open in Taiwan. Hmm. I would definitely choose Kaohsiung. It has everything you need. It has the infrastructure, it has the people, and, and best of all, it has probably the best climate in Taiwan. Likewise, if you would advise Taiwanese people to go for business to the United States, where should they go? Well, it depends, I guess, on what kind of business they want to do. Hmm. Um, the United States is such a big country. Uh, if they're doing manufacturing, any of the the old manufacturing centers, what what we sometimes call the Rust Belt, plenty of uh, of labor available. People would would jump at the chance for a for another manufacturing job. If it's something high tech, uh, Silicon Valley or my hometown area, Boston has has a lot of that kind of business. If you could tell the, what you want from the central government, what would be first, maybe easier ASC process, something like this? I, I think I would make it easier um, for foreigners to come and actually set up shop here. Mm -hmm. um, things are more difficult in Taiwan, uh, not just obtaining an ARC, but even the simple things like uh, opening bank accounts, getting a, a mobile phone service, mm -hmm. it's, it's not particularly user-friendly. I mean, even as a person with an ARC married to 
a local with a with a long history here. Mm. For me, on my own, to go get a a simple mobile phone contract would be very difficult. Often they they want a local guarantor, which is very counterproductive. Mm. Mm. How about language wise? Is the language a huge barrier? Certainly, I I, I know lots of foreigners who live in Taiwan and get by completely on English. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Mm. Um, most people um, will not be able to speak uh, English particularly well. Some some do very well. Um, you doesn't matter where you are. You should learn the local language. Uh, and I, I've been learning Chinese. I guess you could say since I was young, it's okay, I can get around everywhere, it's not perfect, I'm still learning, but I enjoy communicating in Chinese and I look at it as a, every day I go out, it's an opportunity to improve. Um, do you have any positive or negative experiences here in Taiwan? You know, like anywhere else, you're going to have both positive and negative, but I would say my my positive experiences far outweigh my negative experiences. Mm. Um, the The thing that really irked me in the beginning was was traffic in Taiwan mm. and and the way people drive. They they don't follow the rules so much. But you know, like anything else, you get used to it. I I never cross the road on the green light without looking. Um, it used to stress me out, now it does not. And I think Taiwan is making continued progress in in those areas. Um, I, I feel that living in Taiwan is, is really easy. It's very convenient. Um, any time, day or night, I can walk from here, feel completely safe. Uh, I can get anything I need to eat. Shopping is a breeze. Um, transportation is... We, we sold our car. We, we, we decided that we weren't going to drive anymore. We take bicycles or we take taxis. And, and we actually save money doing so. And uh, privately, you you know, it's interesting. When I'm in Taiwan, of course, I miss my home in the United States. But when I'm in the United States, I miss my home in Taiwan even more. So I'm, I'm very happy here and I expect to, to settle here. And in fact, we're going back to the United States next month. And I'm, I'm thinking to sell my house there and perhaps buy another house here. That was our first podcast show of Formosan Business Support. And I have my own standards, which requires that I treat interviews as truthful as possible only for the purpose of improving the audio quality and saving time I cut and edit 
the interviews a little bit so I will upload the entire interview uncut so you can listen to it that way I want to make sure that the interview interviewees don't get any damage or bad reputation by any cutting or adding from my side so that's it for today and hope you enjoy it it's a first one first one is always the hardest one and I hope you enjoy it learn something I learned a lot particularly about business in the US and Boston area and if you like it uh, subscribe to it share it and hope to have you as listener again my next podcast show thank you very much Thank you.